Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey, 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 welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena, entrepreneur, marketing maven, business consultant, beauty lover, and a woman on a mission to help you realize your potential in life. In this episode of the pod, it's all about vision casting, setting goals and intentions for the new year. Each segment will focus on goal setting, how to take care of yourself in delivering your goals, and balancing goals for your personal and professional life. Also, spotlighting a woman who set a goal to share empowering messages with the world. Mess in a Bottle founder, Kalila Wright. It's going to be a good show, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one, what's happening now? Happy New Year, BC Podcast fam. I am so excited to be back on the pod this year. It's been a great break, but hitting the mic and sharing with you guys is still one of my favorite things to do. Having an opportunity to help others through whatever medium God blesses me with is what energizes me daily. We've hit a new year, a new decade, and it's time to set goals and intentions of what you want to accomplish and see in your future. So I want to start the show off this year talking about your vision for the new year and the new decade. At the end of 2019, I did my analytics review of what shows performed well with listeners for the year. One of the top episodes was, of course, the ones around setting goals. That lets me know that so many of us are working on creating the right goals for ourselves and looking for encouragement, inspiration, and tips on how to meet those goals without losing ourselves in the process. That's why I'm starting the year off with this show, talking about goals, intention, vision, what you want to do in the new year, and hopefully offer some solid insight into how to manage your goals in your personal life and professional life and maintain some balance through it all. So in December, I downloaded my very own 2020 vision casting template. I sat down and I really started outlining my goals and intentions for 2020. I wanted to be clear about the things I wanted to accomplish in my life, from health, finance, and relationships to business. I set two to three goals for each area and I put pen to paper, writing out what I wanted to see. 
Then I wrote a brief strategy to back up each one because come on, we need plans, right? The question was, what will it take to meet these goals? And do they align with my intention for 2020? On New Year's Day, I summarized those goals into my journal. And let me tell you, <laughs> if it, I wasn't immediately overwhelmed with anxiety and emotions the moment I read through my goals, I immediately began to doubt myself. You know, the question started to arise within me. Who do I think I am? How am I going to do these things? Do I have what it takes to do these things? Do I realize this is about to stretch me far outside of my comfort zone? Listen, I was in a full anxiety episode. I had to take some deep breaths and go into prayer. I really thought to myself, there's no way. I can or will be able to do any of this. It wasn't the steps to reach the goals that terrified me. It was the results. What it meant for my next level in life. You see, if you pay attention to that, I was so fast to talk myself out of it when the reality of the outcome came into play. Because that's what terrified me. The fact that reaching these goals meant a bigger stage for me. It meant meeting more people. It meant allowing myself to stand out front in everything I did. It meant settling more into the woman God called me to be. It was big, too big. And my anxiety reminded me of that. One of my goals is to increase listenerships of this podcast to 50,000 listeners. That may not sound a lot like a lot or even that big of a deal, but it is. Being a small podcast without the backing of a large media corporation, it's difficult to break through the noise and get listeners. I'm also an established show and I've been on the air for years, so I don't show up in the lists for hot new listens and all that good stuff. And I have a good amount of listeners. So there are a lot of you that actually do listen to the show and I appreciate you greatly, but I want more listeners. I want to reach and touch more people. Knowing the amount of work that is required to get the show up in listeners, though, is unnerving. Knowing that it means more people who are looking to deflate you is scary, but it's necessary. I know the Beautifully Complicated podcast is a good show. And all of my listeners are awesome who are impacted. And so being able to impact, inspire, and motivate others makes it even that much more worthwhile. Not to mention adding in interviews to the show as a foundation for something else I have in the works will allow those I interview an opportunity to grow their own audience and inspire as well. Another one of my goals is to grow my optimized program to have a six-figure revenue stream. Well, that means a lot more work, a lot more interactions with people, a lot more brain power with not enough resources. That too terrifies me. I want to see my consulting business grow so I can help others realize their dreams and see big things happen in their businesses. But I know it requires even more time for me and it opens me up to getting the wrong client. And all of y'all know how that goes. Now, I've been running a marketing agency and my consulting firm now for quite some time. And I've had awesome clients. And I know how great of a uh, work that I provide and my companies provide to people. I've had wonderful reviews back from those folks. I have seen such significant growth for them. But I want to be able to go further and stretch further and hit more people and have more clients. But that requires more of me. 
So I'm really just skimming the surface on my goals here for 2020, but they are lofty. They require more of me, the real me. They require more risk. They require more focus. They require me to be fearless. They require me to show up fully. But here's the thing. If I'm doing them, I'm helping others. I'm inspiring others. I'm lifting others up. And that's what it's all about. If I miss the boat on this and decide to hide and shrink, I'm not letting myself down. I'm letting down those connected to me. Those God wanted me to inspire, to consult, to coach, to give a word, to lift up. I can't let my anxiety, my fear, my introverted self or imposter syndrome stop me. I can't let it stifle me. I can't let it destroy what God has in store. I can't let it be an obstacle or a hindrance to helping others. I have to push through, move forward and be fully in line in executing on all of my goals this year and this decade. I share all of this to say, you may have similar feelings. You too may be terrified at the idea of being in rooms you think you don't deserve to be in, speaking on topics you believe you're not the right one to speak on it just yet, or doing the work you still feel like you shouldn't be doing. We all have every right to show up the way God intended for us to. And that's fully as ourselves. Standing firmly on who we are and committed to our intentions and goals. We can do this. We can conquer our goals. We can live with intention. We live out of our purpose. We can step into destiny. We can do it because we were made to do it. We just have to be committed and focused on making it happen. And we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I want to hear about your goals and intentions you set for 2020 and the new decade. So hit me up on Facebook on the Beautifully Complicated Facebook page or on Twitter at Sheena D1 under the pinned post for the episode on my page. If you're listening at the beginning of the year, <laughs> this pinned post does not last all year. It will just be for <laughs> as long as this episode's up um, and a new episode hasn't been posted yet. You can even shoot me an email at hello at SheenaHunt.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at S-H-E-E-N-A-H-U-N-T.com. Just give it the subject line, my 2020 vision so we can connect. If you haven't already, go to my website, SheenaHunt.com and download the 2020 vision casting template so you can set your goals and intention for 2020. Segment two, self-care. So in the previous segment, I spoke a little about my own anxiety I experienced and I read back through my 2020 goals on New Year's Day. Let's just say I was a mess in that moment. My heart was racing, jaw tight, felt flushed. I doubted myself greatly. I wanted to cry, yell, pull my hair out. There's no way I was the person who could pull any of this stuff off. That's how I felt. Then I had to start talking to myself. I had to sit with myself to bring my anxiety back down. If you're like me, you may be goal setting and vision casting. I'll have you on edge and anxious. I want to use this segment to talk about how to deal with anxiety from goal setting, not just uh, now, but throughout the years you work to accomplish those goals and experience moments of real self-doubt and terror over them. So what are some good ways to deal with anxiety? Number one, deep breathing. That sounds silly to you. I know it does. But deep breathing and breathing exercises really do work. Why do they work? Because it requires you to pause, take a moment, change your focus to your breath, and be still in that moment. It's so much more than just an inhale and an exhale. It's an entire centering experience. 
One of the first things I did when I felt myself getting hyper anxious after reading my goals was to take some very deep cleansing breaths. Then I put on some soothing sounds and just sat in a meditative state and breathing, focusing on my breath, allowing it to bring me back down. It works. Trust me. Just take some good deep inhales and exhales and notice how much better you feel. Number two, surround yourself with empowerment. I like to pop on some Beyonce or Rihanna music to give me a boost and remind me that I'm a boss. (laughs) What gets you in that zone? Is it music? Maybe a podcast that you like to listen to like this one? (laughs) I tend to pop on a podcast on entrepreneurship when I'm feeling uninspired because hearing the stories of other entrepreneurs and the struggles they overcame remind me that I too can make it through this thing and this too shall pass. Perhaps there are people in your life who motivate and inspire you with their energy and conversation. Maybe there are some journals or articles you like to read that empower you. Find out what energizes you and immerse yourself in it. You have to know you well enough to know what helps feed your spirit. It's important to developing a real self-care plan and overcome those days and moments when you feel defeated, unmotivated, or anxious. Number three, get active. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know that physical activity makes it way onto most, it makes its way onto most of my self-care lists, right? So why is that? Because physical activity really does transform our brain chemistry, leaving us feeling a whole lot better about ourselves and hopefully lends itself to improving our health, depending on what you're doing. For me, hitting the gym helps me burn off some negative energy and it leaves me feeling more confident. Doing yoga helps me find my center and bring me back down into a more settled state. Running in the park helps me open up my mind a bit and find some clarity. Some people like to go dance classes. Um, Others may join a hiking club. Uh, Whatever works for you that helps you burn off energy and overcome anxiety, you need to incorporate into your life. Obviously, I hadn't been working out prior to my New Year's Day episode, and it showed. So I'm back at the gym hitting the weights. I signed up and started um, on a new yoga challenge. FYI, check out Yoga with Adrienne for some, she's one of my favorite yogis. And honestly, if you like yoga and you want a YouTube, you want to do it in the privacy of your home, her YouTube channel is amazing. And she always have these 30 day challenges um, available. So check it out. I had to do something though about being active. It works for me and I'm sure it will help you out too. Anxiety doesn't have to own any of us. We have some big goals. We have clear intentions. We can make them happen. We won't let something like anxiety or negative self-speak get in the way. So find your breath, get in an empowering environment and get active. You have goals to crush this year. Segment three, Black Excellence. This episode is all about goals and making sure we remind ourselves that we are worthy and able to meet those goals. With that being the theme, I had to find a woman who was helping us spread that message that we're more than enough. I read about Kalila Wright in an article on Essence Magazine's website and was completely enamored with her story. A Jamaican immigrant who comes here to the U.S., gets her degree, go on to work with Kevin Plank of Under Armour on a mission to realize her dreams, regardless of the hardships that followed her. One quote in that article that she shared, I think, can resonate with a lot of us. Kalila said, and I quote, I remember having... 
I, excuse me, I remember being really young, questioning my purpose for living. But then there would be this voice in me that said I was destined to become someone. And that's something that has always stuck with me throughout my years. Even now, when I have my periods of, of uncertainty, I think of that, end quote. So many of us have experienced that feeling of questioning our purpose, second guessing if we're good enough or equipped to walk in it only for God to prove to us that he gave us our purpose because we are good enough and definitely equipped for it. It was a moment while working at Under Armour that that particular message began to click for Kalila during a speech by the founder where he told his story on how and why he started Under Armour. A few months later, she quit her job and set on a journey of purpose. She launched Mess in a Bottle. The brand was created to share messages to remind all of us that we're capable, we're enough, we can not only reach our goals, but exceed them. With t-shirts that have messages like fearless and girl, you got this. She's helping us walk into our purpose with a message. So check out her brand, Mess in a Bottle at messinabottle.com. This is not an advertisement, <laughs> but she does have some dope items for sale. In researching for this episode, I even copped a couple items myself. So women like Kalila Wright provide us <clears throat> with a reminder that we can and should crush every goal we have because we have what it takes and our purpose depends on it. Segment four, the biz corner. It's the first biz corner of 2020, new year and new decade. Hey, <laughs> same great content to help you improve your business though. In keeping with the theme of this episode on goals and perfect vision for 2020, I want to talk about why and how we build solid business goals that allows us to meet our targets and see the benefits we want in our business. Entrepreneurs shouldn't be out here haphazardly doing things without having solid goals and plans in place for their business. So when we structure our business around targets and outline goals, we see sustained business growth and success, oftentimes quicker than if we didn't set goals at all. So I want to lay out a few tips on what you can do to create goals to bring about the successes you want to see in your business. Let's get right down to it, shall we? <laughs> First of all, I want to start out talking about why it is so important to set goals in your business and how you should want to choose what goals need to be in your action plan year to year. As I stated before, goals give us an end result that we want to see and a focused path to get there. It limits the amount of fluff lack of focus, and inefficient effort that can easily be introduced into our day-to-day -day business. It provides the framework necessary for how you will run your business within the next year, three years, and even five years, depending on the levels of goals and plans you have solidified. You need goals. You need written goals that are centered in all that you do over the next year. This question then becomes, how do I choose the right business goals that I can actually meet and what's in a good goal? So first, you need to have a narrow list of goals. Do not, I repeat, <laughs> do not make 10, 15, 20 goals for yourself or your business. This is especially true if you're a one-person show. You have to be focused on what is important. It's the win philosophy. What's important now? What is important to my business right now that will set the stage for sustainable growth? I like for people that I consult or coach to limit the number of goals they set somewhere between three and five, because that's usually pretty manageable. 
Once you get beyond that, you're setting yourself up to fail. Besides, there are there's a very good chance <laughs> those goals are hefty in and of themselves and will move the needle. So limit the number of goals you set. What does that look like? Some goals I have set for my business include obtaining $100,000 in sales for one of my programs, my optimized programs, like I said earlier, getting 20,000 subscribers to my newly launched newsletter, aka, or excuse me, just FYI, I launched a new newsletter. <laughs> just launched it this month. Launching a merchandising arm of my overarching brand which will launch in February. Those are obtainable goals that not only help me improve my business success, but it gives me an opportunity to reach and positively impact more people, which is my main goal in 2020. Second tip, create actionable plans and objectives. A goal without a plan is a dream. It ain't happening. You won't do anything. You'll start being terrified of being able to achieve your goals when you don't have a plan outline that breaks it down into bite-sized chunks to reach it. Plans should be focused, realistic, like, come on, people don't have a plan that involves you needing 50 grand in marketing when you don't have that kind of budget. And it has to be actionable. There shouldn't be anything that looks like a journal entry and you daydreaming about the goal. It should be a step-by-step plan to reach the goal. Do this, do that. There should be action verbs. There should be descriptors of how to complete each step. And milestones of the progression with dates you are aiming to reach them. That leads me to the next one. Tip number three, set targets and metrics. In your plan for each of your goals, you need to have set targets and an overarching target for your goal. What is the definition of done for that goal? How do you know you've hit the milestones and are on track to meet the goal? You need real targets. For example, newsletter signups. If I have, if I want to have 20,000 subscribers in one year, I need to hit 5,000 a quarter. How do I get on pace to reach that? That's my quarterly target that gets me to my yearly target. How many clients do I need to sign on to sell $50,000 of products or $5,000 of products? If it's $5,000 for one service, then I need 10 clients for the year to hit my target if my target was 50,000 people and hit two to three of those per quarter. So I need real targets and I need metrics to allow me to see how I'm doing and if I'm on pace to meet those targets. Metrics are numbers that we want to hit. Maybe it's a percentage. Maybe it's just a raw number. They are something we can trend day to day, month over month to see how we're doing. When adjustments need to be made, when adjustments impact our data, et cetera, those metrics allow us to see us, see that information. So you need metrics and targets to reach your goal. Tip number four, build in time and space for pivots, flexibility and changes. Let's be real here. We can't be so rigid with our plans that there is no room to pivot when something is proving to not be working. All plans aren't perfect. That's why we have those checkpoints in place, right? They don't always result in what we want to see. Sometimes they are off. We need to have a little wiggle room in there to pivot and be flexible in order to reach our goals. The goals may be unchanging, but the plan isn't. The plan can change. There are times when you would, what you thought would work is not working. There are instances where you were completely off base. You didn't consider all the other factors or things that change in your life or business that will require you to possibly pivot. Be okay with those moments and allow yourself the time to check and adjust your plan to still meet your goals. 
Rigidity is unrealistic in any business and in your life. You have to be open to change, be flexible, and always prepared for a pivot. Finally, tip number five, be consistent. Consistency is key to reaching goals. Consistently showing up, consistently doing the work, getting those ads out per per your outline plan. The moment you start giving yourself small outs on getting things done is the moment you start to get used to doing it and will lose your footing on reaching your goals. You have to be consistent with your execution, with your work, and all throughout your business. I'm talking to all of you and myself on this one. This is that's just how we succeed. Consistency is where it's at. We need to make sure we're holding ourselves accountable. Figure out what that means. How do we keep ourselves honest and being consistent? Maybe having an accountability partner, publicly sharing your goals, being real when you misstep and aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Gotta be consistent. I shared on my business with Sheena Facebook page that the word of the year is sustainability. The way we create sustainability is by being consistent in what we do, how we operate, our processes and the like. It's imperative. So those are my tips on goal setting for businesses. It's simple. It reminds me of the SMART methodology. Sustainable, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. My corporate peeps know all about that. It was a buzzword a few years ago. We got this. We can reach our goals and see better results for our businesses. I know it. I have faith in all of us. If need be, let's become each other's accountability partners. Hit up my Business with Sheena Facebook page or even the Beautifully Complicated Facebook page and let's get right to it. Also, I want you guys to be on the lookout for some type of free tool on business goal setting coming from me in the next week or so. I already have the 2020 vision casting tool available. That's free and available on my website, sheenahunt.com. So this will be just another tool you can use to um, take your business to the next level. That is the show. Perfect vision is complicated. New year, new decade, solid vision with big goals to take our lives and businesses to the next level. Whether you're setting personal goals or business or career goals, this show is chock full of information to help you create, plan and execute on them and see some improvements in your life. I hope you enjoyed the show and took away some keys in goal setting to realize your vision. Be on the lookout for a goal setting tool for your business. I'll announce when it's available on both the Beautifully Complicated podcast and Business with Sheena Facebook pages. So make sure you're following both of those pages. You can also download my 2020 vision casting tool for free on my website at sheenahunt.com. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Or you can check out my website, SheenaHunt.com. If you like the show, please, please, please rate, subscribe, and share with family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our Facebook page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you myself. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.